Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining our Dreamcatchers Tribe Call this evening. Dreamcatchers was formally launched to unlock the hidden potential in successful, self-motivated individuals who desire to take their life's work to the next level but need support to evolve. We assist those individuals in realizing their wildest dreams by providing education, inspiration, and direction. We use simple and effective achievement strategies in the areas of prosperity, health, relationships, career, significance, and self-image. These strategies are essential keys to the beginning of evolution. Over the years, we've been helping people in our immediate circle accomplish their goals without being formally named or organized. So about three years ago, we decided to open these services up and provide some structure to our format. We offer three levels of membership that include access to assessments and tools, group coaching, and one-on-one success strategy sessions. Tonight, you have joined our Tribe Call, which is a tool in our inspiration package. The purpose of these calls is threefold, to provide encouragement, to give an opportunity to learn, and to give real examples of people who are achieving. Just a few housekeeping items. We are scheduled to end the call at approximately 9 o'clock. If you have the ability to mute your phone, please do that now. And since we are amongst fellow Tribe members, we are very informal. So if you have questions as our guest is sharing, Please jump in and ask. Tonight, we will be hearing from Rick. Rick, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I am well. Uh, I think uh, before you came on, uh, Jerome and Duran were kind of uh, sharing some of what happened over the weekend at the retreat. So um, it sounds like they were they came back refreshing, inspired, and I'm sure what you're going to share tonight is going to only um, kind of carry over um, what happened over the weekend with that inspiration. So t- tell us what you're going to be sharing. Uh, I'm just going to be sharing tonight about the um, the way I built my business up, um, the ups and the downs, and the, you know the motivation of anybody who wants to and aspires to, you know, build not only a fitness um, business, but a business within itself. Okay. Well, we're excited to hear. So why don't you take us away? 
All right. First and foremost, uh, my name is Rick Lewis. For those who don't know me, um, my business is AIP Fitness. It's anything is possible. Fitness LLC. Um, this is about my third time on this phone call, and I'm always honored to speak um, on behalf of um, of Jerome, my brother, and you know, just share the jewels that I've that I've um, accomplished and through the last four years of building the business. Um, I start from the beginning. I built it about four four years ago to to today. Uh, four years ago, while working a job, uh, my job was uh, food and nutrition dietitian in the hospital here in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. That's where I'm based out of. Uh, that was my degree from uh, North Carolina A&T um, in food and nutrition dietetics. So I basically used my degree after I was done playing football to you know get a a career. And uh, health in the health field. So, with me thinking that you know, I chose that I chose that field because one, it's nutrition, and I had a, I had a passion for it. Um, but I could have went two ways with it. I could have went the management route, or I could have went the dietitian, the dietetic route, and I chose the dietetic route. But working there over the years and always having a business acumen, I knew that wasn't. That wasn't for me. So um, I worked at the hospital for eight years. So about, about my fifth year in, I was like, this is uh, it's not what I want to do. So it's time to, to start building a, building a business. And I, try, I tried other things, too. I tried, like, the network schemes and all this stuff, man, and I just knew that wasn't for me because I, I never stuck with it. So people would ask me for advice in the gym all the time, um, and somebody really hit me was like, "Why are you why are you charge why are you not charging people for your for your wisdom and for your you know everything that you do?" And I thought about that and I was like, "Well, I could I could do it, so why not build a business from it?" So you know, thinking long term, at that point, uh, that's when I really started being serious about it. And I uh, started out with about two clients, and I built out to three, and. That I learned the, the the hard way, you know. Nobody really taught me how to how to build a business, uh, so I kind of I was self taught in that way. Um, as far as the financials and, and things like that, and being professional, I had that in the bag. But um, dealing with other clients and what kind of clients that I wanted to have, I learned along the way. Um, so it was kind of hard doing that, or it was hard doing that while working the job at the. Um, at the hospital, I was working 12-hour shifts. So a normal day for me um, would be waking up at 4.30 in the morning because I had to be to work at 6.30 a.m. So I would do a session before I went into the hospital. So basically I would um, wake up, go do a session, change real quick, speed up to Uptown, which is here in Charlotte, which is basically downtown Charlotte, and I was about um, maybe 15, 20 minutes away. So after that, after work, get off at 6.30. Again, I would do two to three sessions that night. So you're looking at me getting in the in the bed and getting home about 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock p.m. to do it all over again. So I, I grinded like that for the last, you could say, three years. So I've been operating off of sleep, about four hours of sleep for a while now, and my body is conditioned. And I condition my body to do that. Um but that just goes to say that I had to do what I had to do to get out of what I, where I was. Um, so, you know, 
sometimes you have to make sacrifices and you have to look at the long-term picture and the long-term goal of what you want to do in life. And, you know, I sacrifice, you know, going out, partying. Um, you know, sometimes I even one sometimes my child's, um, you know, events and things like that because, you know, daddy had to, daddy had to get stuff done. But looking back on that now, I wouldn't change it because now I can do anything I want to do because I'm free. I'm free from, you know, asking anybody for paid time off, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I've, I always envision myself as a boss. I've, I got a problem. I got a problem listening to rules. <laughs> I do, man. Um, no, not a problem with coaching because I grew up in sports, but a problem with somebody telling me what to do is is one of my pet peeves because I'm a leader and um, I'm a natural alpha male, and I don't like and I you know I don't like rules, man. So my thing was the freedom part of of entrepreneurship. Um, it's it's not necessarily the money; it's more so the freedom and uh, what it brings you know, what it brings to you. Uh, having something ownership, 100% ownership is nothing, it's nothing like it. That's why I wanted to really talk about that tonight on the phone. We had a, the song that Jay-Z said in the verse that, that he said, I don't know if everybody uh, has heard Meek Mill album and what's free. And the, the Jay-Z was spitting so many facts in that, in that verse. Uh, it it might've went over some people's heads, but he's basically talking about ownership. Um, how we, you know, how you can build yourself up. You don't have to work for anybody. You can have your own business. You can have something that's yours, but you do have to put the work in, and you do have to, you know, have the discipline and determination to get it done. Now, entrepreneurship is not like it's, it's shaped up to be like people see it on social media. That's not that's not it. You know what I'm saying? It's, you, you do have your highs, but you definitely have your lows. But that's all in, you know, like I said in, in the beginning, how you pick your clients. Because it comes to a point to where, you know, you don't have to – you can pick your you can pick your clients if you're running your business the way you want to. Um, and I learned that along the way because I've, I've had some in the beginning, man. Some ain't never show. Uh, you have to chase them down for money, <laughs> things, things like that. Man, I done been through it all, man. I've seen all types of clients. Uh, but the ones who stick with it, if you really want this business, if you really want to be an entrepreneur, if you really want to be successful, just stick with it, man. Because it's going to be it's going to be dark times. It's definitely going to be dark times. There's going to be times where you question yourself. Um, even a person with the highest confidence, you'll still question yourself sometimes, and you know, think is this really for me? But if you pray to God, and then you know, He He gave you a gift. Everybody has a gift to use. Everybody has a gift to use, and you know, if you use that gift. And you stay with it, you stay determined. You can definitely, definitely be successful. Um, now, don't get swayed if you if you have a if you have a certain um, niche in the business if it's oversaturated. That's why some people don't get into some type of businesses because you know they say, okay, well, this person doing that, that person doing it. Okay, if you like it, if you love it, you do it. Uh, you'll get people that come to you. People will gravitate towards you. If you're good at what you do, they will come. Be, I'm, I'm telling you, because right as of right now, I don't, me, myself, I don't even pass out business cards. I don't pass out, you know, I mean, I wear my, my apparel, but that's about it. I don't I don't go around soliciting business to anybody. Um, and I think that's a big part of being professional 
and have a good business and have a longevity over years because people see you're sticking with it and they see, okay, well, this business is, is legit. He's good. He has his clients getting results. They're referring um, and things of that nature. So don't don't be worried about if a certain area of your business that you want to do is oversaturated. If you're good at what you do, they will come to you. Be that doing hair, bar, barbershop, engineering, being a mechanic, whatever it is that you have aspirations for, you can do it. Um, because to, to get out of out of that nine to five and that nine to five mindset, you're going to have to train yourself to think as an entrepreneur. So you got to work hard. You got to work ten times hard um, because you're feeding. You know, say so you're going hunting for yourself. You're not relying on anybody to give you a paycheck. You're not relying on um, nobody to clock hours for you. You have to go and get it yourself, and that makes it even more um, unique. And 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 you know, you're more grateful for that opportunity that you get to do it. But I'm telling you, man, freedom is is the best part for me of being an entrepreneur. And over all the years, you know, I still have that grind of getting up at, at four o'clock um, and going to bed late at night. It's it's not going anywhere for me because it's it's been instilled in me. And the grind is is I play sports coming up, play play ball with Jerome T, and he can tell you like the competitive nature that we have. It doesn't it does if if you're a true if you're a, if you love sports and you're really competitive, it it go it doesn't leave you. So, to me, I will never be outworked by anybody. That's my mindset, 24-7, uh, 365, I'm telling you. And if you have that mindset, you have that, that grind, No, you will not be stopped, ever, ever. I don't care what you do because if you're getting up early in the morning, you're already beating people that, that sleep. You know what I'm saying? The average person don't wake up till 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock. If you're up at 4 o'clock, you just increase your chances of being more successful. If you go to bed later, you just increase your chances of being more successful. And I'm not saying go to bed later because you're watching TV. I'm saying you're doing something that's positive towards your business and that's going to increase your business, whether that be making um, phone calls, make putting writing your schedules out, um, researching your craft, what you're really what you're doing. Because sometimes we got to put the TV away. I can't tell you last time I watched TV for more than an hour or two. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the book. Um, if I had time, I get to read a book. Other than that, I'm not in the TV. I might watch some highlights of ESPN or something, but other than that, time is precious. Time management is key. And if you if you follow if you follow those rules, those are some of my, my gems for the night. If you follow those rules. So you wake up early, go to bed late. If you wake up early, you're more successful. You have the chance of being more successful. There's 24 hours in a day. If you're sleeping eight, if you're sleeping eight hours, so they say you need eight hours. You know, what I'm saying you, you got the rest of the time to spend with to do your hobbies, to work back and forth from work, um, to eat with your family. So your time is very limited. Now, if you was to get up. An extra two hours out of that day, that's more time that you have to put towards your business. That's if you want to, if you want to work towards entrepreneurship and be more successful. To me, it only makes sense. 
and I'm pretty sure to y'all listening because y'all are on this phone call, it makes plenty plenty of sense. Is it going to be hard to do? Yeah. Hell, yeah, it's going to be hard to do because your bed is nice and warm. You know what I'm saying? The pillow is nice and comfortable, and that alarm clock is going off, and it's easy to hit snooze, or it's easy to hit that alarm clock and go back to sleep. You know what I'm saying? But if you keep doing that time over time over time, you're still going to be in that 9 to 5. So why not make the sacrifices for a year, for two years, to make it happen? I swear to God you'll be successful. You have no choice to, you know what I'm saying? You tell the universe what you want. You tell the universe, you tell God, okay, I'm going to make this commitment. And he sees that it is happening. You put forth the effort. You, you're not going to fail. And even if you did fail, you, you, you tried. You know what I'm saying? But something good is going to come out of it. Something good is going to come out of it. So I just want to leave uh, any lines open for me, any questions. I, I definitely want to definitely want to talk about that tonight. Appreciate that, Rick. Um, so you kind of skipped over. How did you transition from what was the buildup? Because, I mean, there came, it came to a climax where you walked out the door, but the months leading up to that, you became more and more discontent with your situation as a nutritionist. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Give me that um, story because that story is amazing. Okay, so le- leading up to it, um, I've always, from from the beginning of my business, I've always saved my money. I never spent any of my business money. I've always put that into, I put just put it away, because um, I was basically making an escape plan to get out of corporate. So I was making an escape plan to get out of corporate, um, and actually I could have left a year earlier than I than I did. Um, so with that being said, I, I didn't walk out the door. Um, I got handed papers to walk out the door. So, but those months leading up to it, I was getting so, just like you said, discontent with being there. I did not want to be there at, at all. Um, every little thing was just getting on my nerves, man. Like, and, and the thing about it is you know something big is about to happen when other little things at work start to happen. You know what I'm saying? So, but that was that was God telling me, you're sticking there right now. You're not ready to go yet. So I stuck in there. I stuck in there uh, until like a year, two years ago when I got called down to the office and uh, they said, well, we have to terminate you for you as tardy. Uh, you was two minutes tardy on the clock. I was like, oh, okay. Um, and and the reaction that they that they got was priceless because they was expecting, you know, a 6'2", 275-pound black man with a suit and tie to just go ham, like just, just, just go crazy. I smiled. I said, thank you. Um, y'all enjoy your day, and, uh, you know, ha- have a good day. And I walked out. And, the, and, the, and the, the look on their face was like, oh, my God, like, why didn't he go off? Because I'm free now. Like, I basically just freed up 40 to 50 hours of my time to where I was turning away clients because I didn't have the time because I was at the hospital at work doing those 12-hour shifts. So now I'm, like, completely free 
and the floodgates. I'm telling you, man, like the floodgates opened from that point on. Um, once I put up my now accepted clients, people couldn't believe it. They were like, because half of them didn't even know I worked. That's how much I grinded as a personal trainer building my business up. They didn't even know I had a business. Uh, I mean, they didn't, know, they didn't even know I had a job working at the hospital. I mean, I tell them if that they ask, but, you know, to me, I'm a, I'm a businessman, I'm a personal trainer. And when I told them that, you know, I had 40 hours free, there was, I had so many sign-ups, clients start coming out the woodwork um, until, to the point where I had to stop. Um, Cause I was doing eight, well, I was doing about 10 to 11 sessions a day um, at that point. And, that's that's when I know, okay, well, this is going to work. Because I did I did have a fear of just jumping out of there. You know what I'm saying? I, I got kids. I'm like, okay, well, if I just jump, like, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not living a single life. It's not just me. I got kids to feed. So, you know, this, this matters, you know. So that I had 95% I was in. I was out of there. But that 5% was like, okay, well, what about health insurance? What about, you know, the, the, the things for the for, for the family? Like, my, my kids need dental, blah, 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 blah. And at that point, once everything happened and I saw, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to be good. I'm going to be straight. I wasn't doubting myself at all. I was just doubting the whole thing of entrepreneurship, like being on my own. But uh, the whole time leading up to this, I was on my own already. I was building my business up. So now I'm sitting here with I'm sitting here with like forty plus clients plus online clients. Um basically got, you know, my Charlotte my Charlotte basis is I'm I'm solid in Charlotte. Like if you people know me who well, I don't even know and then and my name is buzzing around Charlotte and it's been buzzing around um because of the notoriety the the results that my clients get and you know and the fact that I travel to train too. Um I you know, I was doing things that other people won't do. So I travel to train. So I just don't train in Charlotte. I train in Greensboro and I train in Raleigh. So I never I never thought of myself as being a local guy. That's that's nah. That vision is, is so is so short and so small. I've always dreamed of it being bigger. So I have clients in Raleigh and I have clients, which is about three hours away from Charlotte, maybe two and a half. And then I got Charlotte, and I got Greensboro clients, which is about an hour away. So my brand is not just in Charlotte, but it's in Greensboro, Raleigh. Um, my online clients are in California, Texas. Um, I have some in New York, in Miami. So it's this is bigger than. <laughs> The, the long-term vision is exactly what I thought it was going to be. So that's why I'm saying just stick with, with anybody on this phone call looking to start a business and and just stick with it, man, because if you continue to grind with it and, you know, just write down things that you want to happen and it will manifest, man, when you always think about it, because that's one thing I did. I always thought about my business all the time, all the time. What can I do better? How can I make this better? You know, how can I work these clients better? Blah, blah, blah. So that was the part that we skipped over a little bit, man. So I hope I answered that question for you.
It did. Will you um give me a little more detail on what your escape plan looked like? Because you said you were ready a year before you actually walked out the door, so I assume you paid down debt and all this other stuff. So break that down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so with the escape plan, that, that, there was two parts of that. There was two parts. One was paying off debt, um, all debt that wasn't a regular uh, bill, so to say. And, um, you know, I gave myself I gave myself three years to get this done, not not paying off debt, but to make the whole escape plan and to get out of there. So um paid off all cars. Well, I didn't I, – I, I bought ca- – I cashed out on cars, so I don't have any car payments. Um, no car payments. Uh, what I did, I paid my bills up for a year, um, everything from telephone to electric, which is due power. Um, I put away gas for a year, and I just paid everything down on it. So the only thing really I'm paying was the the rent. So from that point, everything I take in from work or for business was profit. Um, and that's the big thing about this, too. Like, you, you see a lot of people, they get a business entrepreneurship, they go out and buy cars. They go out and buy the big flashy houses. I mean, that's cool. But to me, I live simple. Um, I like everything paid for in cash, and I'll pay, you know, I, so I don't have any, any any payments. You know, the less payments, the less debt that you have. All right? So with that being said, everything is paid for. Only bills I had was the rent and, uh, you know, food here and there. Um, I'm not a big spender. So I live life very simple. Uh, that goes back to just doing research on the the billionaires and the, uh, how they live, man, and how they save money, and not being not being a stereotypical uh, African American that you know, as soon as they get some change, they want to splurge, splurge, splurge. We need to we need to do more of investing. We need to more put our money away, um, and I've learned that throughout these last four years to do that and to preach to people to do that who want to hear it. Uh, you can't talk to everybody about it because, you know, they won't accept it as it is, which is the truth. And, you know, but that that was definitely part of my escape plan. So now that you've escaped, What's the new mission? Um, the new mission, man, is long, once again long-term vision, man. I want to. I, I I try to have fit camps in 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 various cities, um, just so I can get my brand out there. And it's not necessarily my name. Um, that's why I named my my business AIP Fitness. I didn't name it Rick's Fitness or Body by Rick. It's because this is not about me. It's about letting people know that anything is really possible. You know what I'm saying? If you come to me, you're 320 pounds, we can get that weight off you. You know what I'm saying? Don't I don't care where you've been, who you've been with, um, who trained you last. You come to me, we're going to get that weight off you. It's going to hurt. You're not going to like me. I don't care. But it's possible for for us to get that weight off you. So my long term vision, man, is to, you know, just branch out to other cities, 
um, and affecting many people, if, if affecting many people as possible. That's what that's what I really want to do. How can I affect as many people as possible? How can how can I build as many relationships as possible, and and network, and things of that nature? So it's not necessarily having buildings pop up because I know last time we was on the phone call, I was so adamant about having buildings here, having buildings there, and it's not about the it's not about the buildings per se, but how many people have you affected and changed their lives? To me, that's huge. To me, that's why I got into what I got into. I mean, I mean, I, it's a business. I get paid for what I do, yes. But just to see, just to get texts from people saying, from clients saying that, you know, I can wear a coat that I haven't wore since, you know, three years ago, and I'm so happy. I'm going to keep going. Thank you for starting with me. Uh, that that right there makes my day. You know what I'm saying? It's, and it's all motivation. Like, I'm, I, I was put on this earth to, to motivate people. And it took me and it took me till I was till I was thirty years old to, to actually like realize that. Because you go through sports, you know, playing sports and you know, you you're just going with it. You if you're a natural leader, you're a natural leader. You know, like we you know, we huddle up Jerome if if we did like we did at T. We was just natural leaders, man. And you know, people gravitate towards you, but once you become like into adulthood really and you and you really get to learn yourself, and you really get to see. Okay, this is what I was put here to do, and it's a great so, thing, man. So it's a great it's a great thing to be free, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. It's a, I, like I like I said, man. It's the, the freedom is priceless, yo. I can go and sit and eat lunch with my daughter. You know what I'm saying? I can go wherever I want to without asking nobody. How many dads are going to eat lunch, bro? <laughs> Dog, I, since I've been going, I've only seen one. Right. I've only seen one, man. And I go, I try to go at least twice, three, two, two or three times a month to go eat lunch with him, man. And right. And they look at me like, oh, you know, why why he not at work? Because I come in there with my hoodie, <laughs> my hoodie on and my, sweat, my sweats. But, I mean, that's, that, that's what I love about this thing, man. So that's what I'm saying. Anybody on this phone call? That's listening, man. If you if you got dreams and aspirations of doing what you want to do, please please do it. And it's don't think it's your business as a small business. I hate when people when people label their business as small business. Because if you if you label it as a small business, that's what you, that's what it's going to be. That's the mindset that you're going to have. Think of your business just like Target, Walmart. It's a, it's a, it's a company. Run it as such. You see what I'm saying? Rick. Like if you got big Rick. goals, yo. Oh, that's how we're sorry, Howard Kanye. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, you're you good. said something. You said something that I thought I want to just offer a piece of advice and insight. You said you wanted to make sure your you want to reach and impact as many people as possible. You need Rick. to consider looking at digital media as that place to impact the people who you work out with currently. So you can take advantage of their network, and you can inspire people through that platform, whether it's on a YouTube channel or a Facebook channel. Um, just something to think about to really reach the masses that you are trying to reach. Well, and only, I'm, I'm only telling you this from my personal experience. Okay, most definitely. I um, 
my my Instagram is is going well right now, but my YouTube, I definitely, I haven't even, I don't even have one. So that that's one of my goals for 2019 is to get YouTube, my YouTube up and going and running and popping because there's a lot of, like you said, I can reach a lot of people um, on YouTube and and other streams of social media, which has been big for me in my business. Uh, social media has been huge. It's huge. Um, it's, it's, like you said, you reach so many people, and you reach other people's networks, and that's and that's the key: reaching other people's networks, and not just your own. Yeah. yeah so if you have any, have any, um, whoever want to talk more about it, tell Jerome to give you my number. We can talk about it. Most definitely will. Most definitely will. I appreciate that. No problem. So, did you look for another job after you left the man, other please. one? You... What? What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all in, man. There's no such thing as look for other jobs. Look, I took all the email blasts off my off my email. I, I, I subscribed from all that. You, you, no job will ever see me again. It's 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 a wrap. It's a wrap, man. Like I'm never I'm never going back at all. You burned the boat, so you're not updating your resume regularly and what resume? just checking what the resume? job boards. No, man. <laughs> nah, it's done. It's a wrap. I worked too hard to get where I'm at to, to go back. It won't It won't happen. I'm paying so five years now, ago, bro. Five years ago, did you see where you're at right now? I mean, if somebody told you that – at at that time, I think it was that damn Rick Lewis. Yes. As your handle on Instagram changed to be a little more friendly to the media. Okay. I know you've done stuff on TV and a few things, made some slight adjustments to be um, more palatable to the masses, even though your approach to training hasn't changed. Right. Could you see that five years ago? Um, as big as it is now, no, I didn't, but I, I, I always believed in it, though. Um, I didn't know when it was going to happen, but I knew it was going to happen. Only because of the work that I put into it. I mean, getting up and, you know, busting my tail like I did, it, it had to happen. I put in, I put in too much work. I put in too much work, and I'm, I'm still putting in the work. Like I haven't, I haven't really sat down and, and really looked at what I've done over over the past time because I'm always on the go. I'm always on the grind. So one day I'll sit back and I look at you know, damn, I really, I really did this. I really you know did a lot. I really affected a lot of people. Um, and that's that's huge. That's huge for me, man. Um, you know. And that's the that's the most important thing to me is how many people did you did you choose? I mean, not, not choose, but how many people did you you know change change their lives? Mm-hmm. So my 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 thing is when I when I died, Jerome, at my funeral, man, I wanted to be so big because I wanted to change so many lives. So I wanna I wanna see you know how many people lives I changed. You see what I'm saying? It's kinda it's kinda it's kinda deep, but 
I mean, because we're all going to die one day. It is what it is. It's not kind of deep, people, man. How, how many people did you affect? How many people did you affect while you were living on Earth? It's all legacy, man. It's it's that highest level of the hierarchy of needs, right? Self actualization, and it it's it's amazing that you you're living in your purpose. You're walking in your purpose. Um, let me take it back to something a little more simple. So, you got all these clients. Everything, just about everything you do is, you know, you selling to an individual. How are right. you keeping track with of who's paid, who's not paid? Um, are you charge, charging the right amount for your different clients? Like, talk to me about the tactics of actually running a business with such a okay. high-touch experience. So first um... – before we do anything, before we touch a weight, before we we run the run on the treadmill, do anything, we have a consultation. That's the first. That's the first and foremost that we do. We sit and we have a consultation. Um, what that does, that gets to see that that gets me to see you as a person. I get to sit down and talk with you. Uh, I get to talk about your goals. You know, what do you what do you really want to do with this training? How can I really help you? So, um, and that's why I think I set myself apart with other trainers because um, other trainers don't really, aren't really going to do that because they're looking to make money. I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm running a business, but all money is not good money. So for me to sit down with you for 20, 25 minutes and to see, you know, where your head is at, because this, at this time, man, I get to pick who I work with. And that's and, that, and that's that's beautiful. So I get to pick I get to pick who I work with, man. So it's not like you hired me. Um, it's the other it's the kind of the other way around, man. Because you can get people that that come to you with bad intentions, you know, who's not really serious. Um, but I can kind of weed throughout the years. I I kind of know. I kind of weed all that out. So. And if you're really serious about this, I can I can tell in consultation. And then if I don't have any space, any availability, I'll let you know from right there. But if I see that you're very serious, I'll make I'll make space for you. All right. So, and within all that consultation, we talk about everything from rates to, um, you know, your measurements, uh, how we're gonna how we're gonna have your schedule for the week, um, leading up pictures taken, you know, everything that goes into a consultation. Um, and then at that point at the end, I let them know, you know, I'll get back to you as soon as possible when I learn, you know, some other things as far as scheduling. And then, you know, that's when I give them a call if I'm going to take them on or if I'm not going to take them on. If, I, if I'm not going to take them on, I call them, I let them know I don't have any space right now. I'll contact you when I can. All right? So, and if I if I do take them on, it's the opposite. You know, I have an opening for next week at such and such time because I know that person is serious. And I know I know they're gonna they're gonna stick with it. I let them know up front how I train. I let them know that I'm not a yeller. I'm not gonna be yelling at you. I'm not the military guy that's gonna be yelling, but I am going to push you. So you are warned before we even before we even start. But they already knew that. That's why they came to you. 
they know that you change lives. They know that you're changing people's weight and toning people up. That's why they came to me. So the the MO is already out there. It's already out there. That's why they come to you. That's why they gravitate to you. Now all you got to do is put it in and play. So me keeping up with payments and things of that nature, I let them know, and I may be the only one who do this, but I tell them to pay me like they pay a bill. That being said, I don't want you to worry about, oh, I got to pay Rick this week. I got I to gotta pay him. See, once, once you get to doing that, then it becomes a luxury. Because personal training, if, if people look at it as a luxury, they're, gonna, they're not going to take your business serious. Now, if they look at it as, okay, I got to pay him just like I pay Duke Power, just like I pay my rent, and that's how I tell them. I tell them up front, pay me just like you pay your other bills. So if it works for you to pay me weekly, pay me weekly. If it works for you to pay me biweekly, that's okay. And if it works for me for monthly, do your thing. As long as we're sitting up here talking and we have this written out, I have no problem with it. And 100%, I have I've gotten no, no problems with any payments or anything. It comes in like clockwork every week, no problem. I'm in a people person. I'm in a people business, so you gotta be you gotta be understanding of people's situations or what what people got going on. And the more friendly you are, not friendly, but the more you know, open you are to talking to people and being upfront and honest with them, they'll they'll do anything for you. And that's how you know the majority of my clients are women. They're tougher than the guys that I, some of the guys that I train. I'm not gonna say all of them, but they're tougher than some of the guys that I train. Man, women will work out. They will run. They will run through a wall. They will run through a wall for you because they're, they're 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 so loyal and they want to see change in their body. And once they see change, they're sticking with you. All you have to do is be professional with them, you know. Um, and we get a we, we get a rap sometimes. I'm not gonna say we, but you know the the industry gets a rap sometimes. But if you if they see that you're all about business and you're professional, man, you're you're good to go. So did you pick women as your primary customers, or did no, they sir. pick you? No, no, sir. They they pick me. I don't like I said. I don't I don't solicit business. Oh, I, I can go. I can go into Target, and you know, I'll be asked two or three times in my in my personal trainer, can do I have any business cards? I don't. I don't go out at looking for anybody. So I mean, that that goes a part of my stature. You know, you know how I look. You know, if you look the part, basically they're gonna halfway. They're gonna halfway ask about you. Um. But then they see that you're about your business, they're gonna definitely say, like, "Okay, well, I need to, I need to check them out." But my, me, I'm, I'm my, I'm my own advertising man. I'm my own advertising because of the way I take care of myself and and how I, you know, how I carry myself there. Um, 
Yeah, you actually walked the talk. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'm out there. I'm out there putting myself through it, just like I put them through it every day. I put all of them through it, and then they know that you know I'm out there working too. So them taking and being receptive to my training, there's no questions asked. Mm-hmm. I got a couple on who be what, what is this for? What, what are we doing this for? Girl, just lift the weight and come on. <laughs> come on, man. Just come on, man. But yeah, I mean, I, other than that, man, I love it, man. Like, like I said last year and the year before, man, I love what I do. I absolutely love what I do. It doesn't seem like work at all, at all. Early on, you talked about there being some dark times. <clears throat> Are you willing to be transparent and talk about some of the rough spots over this past five years well, the for dark you? T- the dark times is basically, you know, you you think you have you think you have sessions set up, and uh, you know, you go to the you, know, you might drive twenty five thirty minutes to meet somebody for a session, and they don't show up. You give them another chance because one, you don't have any more clientele. You only got two or three people, and you know, you really want to make a name out here for yourself and build your business up. So you you kind of you're kind of in their hands. You're kind of like you got to not do what they say do, but you you, you need them. You need them per, per se. So that that part was really hard for me because, you know, you have, I call them um, ghost sessions where, you know, they, they just don't show up. Um, and that was part of me picking the wrong clients. Um, I had a few young clients, uh you know, I had some clients who weren't really serious, who I was just, you know, they were just asking me in the store, do I train? And that, and at this time, I was having my business cards. And this was in the beginning. And I bought 100 business cards, and I passed them out. After that, I was done with them because I saw that that didn't work. Because um, when I saw some of my cards on the floor, after I passed it out, like in a, uh, Walmart or whatever, and I go outside, and my card is on the ground. Uh, that's a low, low right there because that's very disrespectful to me. Um, but in part, that was me picking the wrong person. You don't know at that time if they're serious or not. But over the years now, that's why I say I don't solicit any business. If somebody is serious, they'll come to you and ask you. Um, so that that was the real dark time. And just, you know, like I said earlier, missing uh, some of my kids' events, um, you know, like games and things of that nature because I had to put in work, that was that, that was dark for me. Um, at that age, they, they were younger, so they didn't really, you know, they didn't really understand, you know, why I'm doing it. But now to the point where I, I don't have to miss nothing. I can schedule around anything I want to. And I'm there. They know I'm going to be there. So you had to go through some dark times to get get to the light, man. And that was just, you know, some trials and tribulations I had to learn. Like I said, nobody taught me. Nobody taught me about business. Uh, that was just me researching and kind of winging it in the beginning, man, and just learning from my learning from my uh, my failures, which were which were basically lessons. Um. So, and I appreciate the dark times. I appreciate it now because I know, I know what to do, you know, 
in those in those times. I don't I don't think I have them anymore. Um. With that being said, you never know what will happen, but I know how to kind of you know kind of react that if it does. But the way the way I'm I grind and it's 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 not it's not going to happen because I'm steadily always working, wheels are always turning, and it's just like in the beginning, man. I don't I don't stop. It's hard to stop, man. When it's hard. It's, just, it's hard to stop. People don't understand that, and I tell them it's just hard. To, it's hard to not think about your business. It's hard to, especially when it's yours. You know what I'm saying? And you, you want to grow. You want to grow. You want to grow. It's gonna always be on your mind. You're gonna always be working on it. That's why, I, you know, people tell me I need to go on a vacation. I said I told somebody I'm on a vacation every day. They were like, nah, you got to go to the water and all that. Like, nah, man, like, you got to understand, I was working in corporate for 12 years, 60 hours a week, answering to this to this guy who, or, you know, to these upper, upper people who, you know, they wanted to call you, they wanted them to call you boss. And they were, <laughs> with me, they, they know I wasn't going to do it. So, you know, that that in itself is a whole nother whole nother topic. I think we talked about that last year, but that right. within itself, man. I got yeah. yeah. Hey, um, this is Josh King, Rick. Hey, it's great hearing your Josh, story. Hey, I do got a question for you, Rick. I know, um, because again, this is my third time hearing, and uh, you've inspired me with a lot of things, um, with really stepping out of your own through entrepreneurship. So I got a question. When you first started out, is there anything you would have done different if you could have received some professional advice, professional networking, anything of that note? Um, yeah, how to how to structure how, how to how to structure the whole thing? Because I, like I said, I was on a you know I was just I was winging it, man. I was training in a gym. Uh, in a commercial gym where you're not supposed to be training at. Um, I was, like I said, I was, I was picking the wrong clients. And if I would have had the mentorship of a person telling me, okay, well, you know, you need to look for this, this type of client or, you know, that type of client is going to be more receptive to this, you know, I would have, I would have definitely, that's about the only thing I would have definitely done. Now, as far as the the putting in work and the, and the grinding, I, I, that wouldn't have changed because I've always I've always thought like if you're the more you'll be more successful the more time you have in the day. So that that was inbreded in me. Even even Josh, when we was with with A and T at doing the six a.m.s in the workouts. You see what I'm saying? So. If we're up at six AM and I got it, it took me to it took me to thirty, like I said, to get it. Why they why they worked us out like they did? Because everybody else is asleep, but we're up grinding at six AM. Who really wants it? The bed the Absolutely. bed is comfortable, but who really wants it? You know what I'm saying? So that part I wouldn't have changed and but the definitely the structure of how I how I started. I might have changed that and listened to some mentorship. I definitely would have did that. 
So what about this? What about the structure of your company um, as far as accounting and um, tax purposes, like as far as being an S-Corp or LLC, any of that structure? Um, you think oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, well, you talking about right now? Yeah, even right now, you know, because a lot of advice I get, and um, I'm going to my accountant um, to get some great tax advice. But I know right, right now we've got somebody in the office that right now it does a lot of benefit to be an S-Corp. Um, to okay. one for protection, so I, different and less my, well, my profession, my profession, I've been advised to be an LLC. Um, one, you know, I, I go through one eight hundred accounting, and I've been with for a year. Um, so, in, in he he advised me on everything from, you know, what to buy, you know, what category to put it in, how we're going to save money. You know what I'm saying? And and truth truthfully be honest, I'm I'm so glad to pay business taxes, man. If I have to pay it, because uh, <laughs> one, one that tells me that yo you you're a hundred percent ownership in something. You know what I'm saying? And I save so much money with a business that we that, that we'll never know if we don't ask questions. So on that on that part, I've been advised to do an LLC, and that's what um. In the state of North Carolina, um, my business is under AIP Fitness LLC. It's just because of the way I operate. I'm like a one, I'm a I'm a one man show, so to so to say, right now. Now, when I start hiring employees, it'll be totally different. Okay, absolutely. I appreciate that, Rick. No doubt. Hey, Rick. This is Melody. Hey, Melody, how you? What's up, Mel? Hey, I just wanted minute, to get on minute, and affirm before you. Before you ask any questions, wait a minute. Let me let me tell y'all about Mel. Let me tell y'all about Mel, okay? Mel's out in Raleigh. She's one of my clients, good friend. Yep. Right. Mel, Mel broke the North Carolina, uh, what was the date? She's, a, she's basically, she's the strongest woman in North Carolina, yo. She went to the competition. What was it, the deadlift? Uh, the I, the I set records for bench and squat in total. I just, I just had to put that out there, man. You you are a beast. Keep doing what you do. All right, what's your question? <laughs> it wasn't even a question. I was just coming on to affirm you and let everybody know oh, okay. you are the truth. Like, I don't know if anybody has ever trained with Rick, but he is the truth. He did not allow me to make any excuses, <laughs> and I would come up with them on a regular basis, and I work out by myself, but just having that added, um, not pressure, but that added encouragement, and and it's just amazing, man. He's, he's an awesome trainer. So, yes, I am one of the Raleigh people. <laughs> Appreciate you, Mel. So sign up for him, get online training. All that good stuff. Yeah, what she said. <laughs> Man, you got to pay taxes. That means you made money, right? Yes, That'd be sir. grateful for that. Yes, sir. So, uh, you know, I got one. So are those the three markets you're going to do? Raleigh, Greensboro, and Charlotte? Or are you looking go bigger and broader oh it's always bigger and broader but i mean those are the 
those are the steps right now that I'm taking. Um, if I if I take those three markets, I, I can basically, you know, solidify North Carolina because everything rolls through those markets. Nobody's really checking for Boone. Nobody's really checking for, you know, these other, you know, little towns. If I can get the bigger markets and get my name out there, like it already, you know, it's, it's, it's on its way, man. I get so many... I get so many DMs and, and things from those cities, and I, I let them know that I can only train there on the weekends. Uh, I can only train there on Saturdays and Sundays because my client base in Charlotte is so is so much. So, and I let them know if I train there on the weekends how it is how it's set up. So I'm basically traveling. I'm, I, I work seven days a week, basically, if you want to call it work. But the days on the weekends I travel, you know, I'm, I'm in, I hit Charlotte in the morning and I travel to Greensboro. I do my three clients in Greensboro two or two, and then I head to Raleigh for the night. So I, I do Raleigh. I might have two clients in Raleigh. I'll stay over in Raleigh the night. I'll hit them again in the morning. So they know, they know when I come to town that, you know, we're, we're, we're going to work because the limited time that we have is the window is very, very small. You know what I'm saying? So in those two days, we're going to put in some work, all right? And they see results from that because I also give them things to do during the week, all right? I'm not just going to come up there and give you work and not give you nothing during the week. So I think with me, it, it, it seems like a lot with all the traveling and whatnot, but once again, go back to the beginning of what I was doing waking up at 4, being at work at 6.30, you know, doing the session before I went to work. I've done all this before. You know what I'm saying? So this is nothing to me to drive from city to city to build my brand. And I'm, and I'm grateful for it that I'm able to do it. So it's, I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it. Um, no complaints on this side at all. So are you are you thinking about franchising or hiring trainers? Like, I'm what is the business look like I'm, in 2019? I, I'm definitely gonna have to hire hire a trainer, man. But you know, the hard part is is finding somebody with the same ambition or at least you know the same ambition drive. Um, people have the knowledge, but you know it's hard it's hard to find people who have everything, and I know it. People don't have everything they have to learn, but in this business, you definitely have to be a people person. Um, mm-hmm. You have to be. You have to. You have to read people's body languages uh, because sometimes you know that the energy is not always there. You have to peep that from the beginning. So you got to be a psychologist. You got to be a damn. You got. You got to be a lot of things, man. And and you know, your, your energy. They feed off your energy. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're if you're down and out, hell, they're gonna be down. That's gonna be a bad workout. So I don't know where you're gonna have to get it from, but you're gonna have to get some energy from somewhere because you gotta you gotta reflect this energy off your client. You know what I'm saying? You gotta for them to get the best out of their forty five minutes to an hour, you, you, you got you gotta you gotta do it. And with me, I'm seeing and you gotta deal with different personalities. You see what I'm saying? So so with me I do like eight to ten a day. So I'm dealing with each personality every slot. So 
for me to find a trainer, they have to fit. They got to fit what I do because you, the last thing you want to do is put somebody that you just hired with some of your clients and they'd be like, nah, he ain't going to work or she ain't going to work. And what does that do to your business? If you're, you know what I'm saying, they're like, okay, well, I'm going to just go somewhere else because you're not able to train me. I'm not training with her or him. So that's 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 going to be the challenge, man, for for 2019. But I def, I'm definitely going to have to do it because I just see myself flying out to other cities, doing fit camps, um, you know, things of that nature. That's the goal, man. So more fit camps in 2019. Uh, I want my YouTube channel to grow expeditiously in 2015, I mean 2019, and I got to hire somebody, one or two people. I have to. Um, but that's, that's going to be the challenge. That's going to be the biggest challenge, I think, in 2019, is to find that person or people who have the um, the grind, the the hunger to get it done and to match, you know, the brand. It's all good. It's all good when you are uh, outside looking in, but you gotta you gotta realize. So I had a guy about two weeks ago who I took through my daily grind, basically. And it was about five o'clock. He was like, "Yo, we going home yet? <laughs> what? Are we going home yet? Nah, bro. We just getting started with the with, with the night with the night uh, shift, night shift basically." which goes from about 5 to, like, 10, 30, 10, 45. So I do, five, I do five in daytime, five in night. So that's, that's, that's going to be, like I said, that's going to be the challenge, man, of um, trying to find somebody that matches the mold of what I, what I want to do. Because, like I said, we won't be out work, and I got to have people who, who are like-minded. Yeah. Are you still looking to do physical locations? Yeah, yeah, I'm looking to do physical locations um, here in Charlotte and, you know, either Greensboro or Raleigh as well. But like I said, those three things are my biggest, are my biggest things to tackle for next year. A physical location, I haven't had a physical location in four years, and I've been, well, I've, you know, I've, I work out of locations, but I haven't had a main building for four years and I'm doing I'm doing okay. Mm-hmm. Now the reason why I ask is because you know we're looking for stuff every day and so most definitely if that's your move I'm going to try to put it together for you. Okay. We'll definitely talk about that. Yeah. So we got to talk yeah. about some other things. Any more questions out there? Because I got I to gotta get back to work. <laughs> so I'd like to thank uh, Rick for sharing some stories tonight. And for everyone on the call who asked questions. And before we close down, I want to open the floor for any final questions. Okay. 
Well, I appreciate everybody for listening tonight. I appreciate y'all for having me. Thank you once again for putting me on. It's always an honor to uh, speak on this call. Um, and y'all keep doing the great things that y'all are doing. I appreciate you. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming back and sharing with us. And we'll continue to talk and check in with you. And if this all the questions, um, I'd like to wrap up by saying if you like what you heard tonight and you want to learn more about Dream Passions, please visit our website at dreamshipreal.com. If you can think of someone who would benefit from these types of opportunities, we would greatly appreciate it. 